With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to the Missing Maura Murray podcast. I am Tim here today with Lance. How are you, Lance? I'm doing very well. Very excited about this episode. Yeah, it's really emotional. Uh, So what we did, if you missed it, on Facebook Live on the 14-year anniversary of Maura's disappearance, we we did a Facebook Live show, I suppose, with you, me, Julie Murray, Kurt Murray, and Maggie Freeling and Art Roderick. This was something that came up uh, between Maggie and Julie. They brought us into the uh, into the fold, and we were more than happy to what we keep saying is uh, put the attention back, put the focus back on Mora. Yeah, so this is the first time that we've done or been a part of a vigil, and it and it wasn't about theories and things like that. So that it was really refreshing, uh, and it was really nice to hear these stories of Mora, and she sounds like. A spitfire of a person. I mean, just a great, a great funny person. Right. Uh, very, very funny. Hilarious. Even when Julie's reading the, um, the letters and and just you know the the writings on the back of pictures, uh, and you find out little things about her. I didn't know that she was a, an X Files fan. Was that yeah? The, so these things were mentioned. They were brought up. Um, everybody was asking really cool questions. I don't think I saw a single question where I didn't where I felt uncomfortable for Julie to see. Yeah. So on the Facebook Live, good job, everybody, um, asking those questions, keeping it respectful. Um, just want to sh- give a shout-out to the uh, owners of the Airbnb home that we rented up there. Uh, we did not have a party. I know there were a couple extra cars there, but uh, it was all for a good cause. <laughs> so it, it really was for a good cause, and it, it was great hearing these stories. Also, what we asked you to do on February 9th at 725, the 14-year anniversary and time of when Mora went missing, was light a candle and take a picture of yourself or yourself with that candle or just the candle or something and hashtag it on social media with Finding Mora Murray, hashtag Finding Mora Murray. And so the outpouring from this community was really impressive and it was touching. And I can say firsthand that, you know, we were with two of the Murrays and they were honestly uh touched by the by the show of support by this community so 
that was amazing, guys. Yeah, they were seriously moved. Yeah. Uh, and they 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 followed right up with um with with more stories. They didn't they didn't let it get them the, the emotions get them uh, like bogged down in it all. Uh, and it was just because those questions kept coming on the Facebook Live, uh, you know, forum. And I think they really sort of reveled in the opportunity and the and to finally get to say these, you know, to give these stories to the public. And one thing they said is that hearing back from you guys and and getting all these comments and these pictures, it really energizes them to get through another year of this what has to be misery. So. You know, thank you to everyone out there. I think that was really, it was a really great showing. And if you haven't done it yet, you can still do it. There's still time. There's no reason not to do it when it's not February 9th at 7.25 p.m. Right. So if you're listening to this right now, whatever time it is, whatever day it is, uh, just go ahead and light this candle, any candle. We'll, we'll light a candle We're lighting here. one right now, and this is on video if you're watching on the YouTube page. And this is actually the candle that was used uh, by Julian Kurt up in New Hampshire. And so uh, we're going to light this candle for Mora, and we're going to hashtag Finding Mora Murray. And take a picture of it. Post it to your social media, whichever you feel like. And go ahead and have yourself a moment of silence for Mora. Okay, thank you. We really hope you enjoy these personal stories from Julian Kurt about the person Mora Murray. So thank you very much. You put out that uh, the video, uh, kind of a call to action for people to check out this Facebook Live, um, and now's the opportunity to tell people why this is so important, why doing what we're doing right now is so important. Right. So um, I wa- I we have so many more people that are kind of involved in the case now, especially after the Oxygen series. Um, so I wanted a way where we could do something that everyone could be a part of. And it was actually a phone call that I had with Maggie where we were kind of discussing um, how can we get everyone involved because we've got people all over the world, actually. Um, and so then we, you know, we came up with, hey, why don't we do Facebook Live? Um, and so it's a way to bring everyone together. Um, and I really like the idea of kind of refocusing back on Mara mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of times we, and at no fault of our own, we go down these rabbit holes because that's what this case is. Um, if you've, you know, if you've read more than uh, one article about the case, you know that there are rabbit holes. Um, and so the focus tends to kind of go down that road and I want to bring everyone together uh, and center around this, the person, our sister, uh, Mara. That brings up um, something interesting that you had said when you first came in here tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you feel comfortable saying that now, but just talking about how you can't lose fact of, and people so often lose fact of this, the, the, that this is a person we're talking about. You want to? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, when, you're, when you're looking at the cases like this, it's easy to get you know, involved with theories and uh, things like that but you know this is this is our sister this is somebody that you know we grew up with and it's important that we humanize her mm-hmm. so that people can relate to that you know yep. and that's you know the main objective yep. and you said um you said something interesting that we had never really talked about before is that you were you were 15 when it happened yeah and 
you didn't realize until later on the significance of it, right? Yeah. So it took it took years for me to appreciate the gravity of what was happening um, because I was 15. I was trying to get through school, discovering girls, trying to you know figure out my own life. You know, mom was sick, and I never had a chance to really focus on it. And it took you know probably a good four or five years before. I came to the realization, it's like, my God, my sister's gone. Like, how do I even deal with that? I hadn't, I didn't give it a chance to sink in because I was distracted with life in general. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden it's like, what, you know, how do I cope? And, you know, what can I do to keep this alive? And that's what this is all about. Awesome. And we have, we have Maggie and Art here. Um, and we were going to start getting into some questions that, uh, people wanted to ask but maybe yeah. we should yeah uh, well I just wanted to say first people are checking in from all over the world oh good I from saw a hi Sweden, from Kentucky from Kentucky oh, Sweden from Sweden, Louisiana from Sweden wow. from California from Kentucky from New Zealand from Boston Texas so thank you very much and we wanted to say that we're gonna uh, light the candles at 725 and so we're asking that you take a picture of your, your candle or yourself and your candle and post it uh, to your social media and hashtag finding Mora Murray. And that'll be the, the hashtag to find every, every uh, one of these pictures. So thank you everyone for doing that and being organized and getting your candles. It's really sweet. If, if you don't mind, before we, we kind of go down the, the story roads, I want to do a quick thank you. Um, there's way too many people to thank, um, but I want to thank a, a few. Um, and they're the reason why we're here today and we're all coming together. Um, but to name a few, Helena, obviously. Um, my dad says Helena was the glue to the Mara Murray case, um, and she was. Uh, and with her loss, it, you know, it, it, uh, it's, it was devastating for my dad and for us. Um, but we've got new support and um, some amazing people. Uh, so Helena, we've got... Um, Troy Kilman, who helps me run the Facebook page. We have Scott Wall. Uh, we have John Smith and the Truth Seeker crew. Um, done an amazing job uh, for 14 years. Um, definitely can't thank those people enough. Um, we've got newer people. Um, well, not really newer, but we've got Aaron Larkin, who's done an amazing job with the timelines and the details. Um, who am I forgetting? Everyone here. <laughs> of course. Of well, course that goes without saying. You guys, of course. Uh, <laughs> the podcast has been great for um, the keeping the case alive, and obviously, these guys can't thank them enough, and the whole Texas crew. Um, so, like I said, there's too many people to thank. Um, Nancy with Boots on the Ground. Um, yeah, that's huge. Uh, very huge, uh, and all the locals. I mean, they're all. You know, we'll come up here, and people will just come out of the come out of nowhere, and just just give us some support and it's amazing to know like we don't even know the the amount of people that are supporting us Mm -hmm. um so like i said i wish i could name them all and that but that would be impossible um i also want to say that uh, my sister kathleen is uh watching uh from vermont she wasn't able to be here i wish she she could make it out and uh, um freddie so yeah well, it's 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 uh, anybody who comes like you mentioned um, Aaron and you mentioned John Smith. As long as and this is something that we've always talked about. As long as the the 
the case is talked about, as long as your sister is talked about, and you're coming, you're coming at it with with uh, respect. And if your opinion is your opinion and it's not accurate, that's fine. But just keep talking. Exactly. Yeah. Keep talking exactly. about yep. it because. In your video, you said someone knows something, uh-huh. and then when we were talking, when we just when you first came in, like someone knows something. It's you know this doesn't happen. Yeah, there has but to be a break somewhere. Yes, it's just a matter yeah. of finding it. So, don't let it disappear into like folklore. Yeah. yeah. One thing I really wanted to do, and this is what I mentioned to you uh, when we spoke about it, was and and Maggie too was. No one's, very few people have actually met Mara, um, and so I, I was able to come up with a few things that she actually wrote, and so I want to read those because it's, it's her writing me a note. Awesome. So I'm going to read it, and this is um, just a little snapshot of, of how she would have communicated with me. Um, I'll read this one, and then I'll hand it over to Curtis, but... Uh, this is just a typical note, just like scratch paper. Um, I don't know if, if they can see it, but uh, yeah, really, she wrote like a doctor, and it's really <laughs> sloppy. And, and so I may not um, actually even be able to read all the words, but I'm going to give them a best shot. So this is my absolute favorite um, letter that she wrote me, um, and I'm just going to read it. Uh, she says, hey, Jules. Um, she called me Jules. I'm with Dad on the way to Wampatuck. I'm putting together a photo for Dad, New Hampshire pictures with separate kid sections. Maybe for his birthday or just a whatever, thanks for being so awesome present. Hopefully you're having fun in the field. I start school September 2nd. Should be fun working with Laura. Kathleen's apartment is nearly all set up. It is wicked awesome. (laughs) <laughs> they got a couch and pictures for 18 bucks. <laughs> so very thrifty. Um, Bill's coming this weekend. He asked for your number. Um, has easy classes, but no sleeping in the morning. I got him to stop smoking, but he only does at Rob's when he drinks, which is awesome. <laughs> and then she has in little parentheses, it says sweet three words per line. Um, and then she said, I might go to Bill's house for Turkey Day if, you're, if you aren't coming home. We'll see, though. Okay, time to run. Blah. Call me bitch Mara. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I love about this little note was you can tell you know, how, thought, how, how thoughtful she was. She wanted to do a photo album for my dad because, you know, for no reason, just for a whatever. Um, you know, it's just, that's, that's right. That's yeah, that's Mara. who she was. That's yeah, Mara, 100%. So. When I uh, first met your dad, and there was probably only like a minute of it in the show, but we sat there for three hours of your dad, you know. <laughs> I believe it. Your dad sifting through every note and card and present that Mora ever gave him, he has in a box. And it was three hours worth. And yeah. it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. There's a, she liked to write notes. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she, yeah. she loved to write notes. <laughs> what year was that? Do you yeah. know that was? Um, so she was at UMass. I would have I would have been that in Korea. That was 2000. Yeah, it had to be close to. Three. Yeah. Yeah, 2003. Mm-hmm. So Wampatuck, that's where we used to go running. Uh, it was really close right. to our house. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I would run there with Mara all the time with, and with my dad. Um, we did a lot of our training there, and it was, 
it's a beautiful place if if you haven't been but um that's what she's talking about in that note yeah she used to bring me there all the time too we used to go she'd make you run she'd either make me run or i'd bring my bike and i'd ride my bike with her. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean she'd make you run what would uh, uh that, would, that was a big thing like um when they'd babysit for me my punishment was running. Oh, that was the punishment. <laughs> or to just, just keep me, you know, keep me in shape, you know, try to pass on pass on running to me. Well, <laughs> that's what's really. so funny. You're, like, so big now, but you're the baby brother. Like, yeah. you yeah. had these two older sisters that were, like, badass chicks that were, like, you're going to run, and you were just Do this little tiny boy. Run, <laughs> jumping jacks, you name it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It was, it was great. <laughs> so... Um, I brought a lot of pictures that showed Mara with me, um, just because as the years have gone on, I've realized what a good big sister she was to me over the years. So like this here was her holding me when I came home from the hospital. Oh my gosh. You know, um, and you can see here, she was so happy to be a big sister and it showed throughout the years. Because we... <laughs> Because she took out from us. <laughs> exactly. So you got, you were all broken in. She got she got her turn. And then there you can tell we're related. <laughs> you know. But that's one of the coolest things about Mara is I've thought of, thought about it over the years is, you know, growing up I never had to pine for her attention or you know seek her out. She would always come find me. Um, you know, no matter what she was doing, like we used to do grocery shopping together all the time. And that was a big that was a big event, and she'd always make it fun for me because we'd have you know we'd usually go late at night, and uh, we'd stage like little races throughout the store, or you know see who could get all the items on the list fastest, or she'd put something at the end of an aisle and we'd go like race go to the opposite ends and race um, from one end of the store to the other to see who could get there first, and that was really <laughs> cool, you know, and um, she was always so present and made it such a point to be present in my life, and that was really special. And uh, I've realized that as years have gone on, as I've reflected on it more. Hello from Maine. Hello from Texas. Jason Watts says, Julie, we all got you and your families back. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> Mara would always write cards. She never missed a birthday. Um, and she was going to school for nursing, and my mom was a nurse. Um, so she didn't realize at the time how hard it was until she had to, you know, stand on her feet all day and deal with, with patients. So I don't know if this is the right card where she talks about this. But anyway, this is a card she wrote to my mom. Um, she says, hi, mom. Hope this reaches you in time. Thanks for everything over the years. I feel bad about not calling, but I never get in until late. I need a cell phone. Finals end the 21st, and Bill's coming to New York for Memorial Weekend. I'm not sure if I'll be home in between, but with all you've dealt with from us kids, you deserve an extra special Mother's Day. Love, Mara. Um, <laughs> so, again, it just that's who she was. You'll yeah. see that, that trend in everything that she ever wrote. All right, so I have this one. This is actually a picture um, of the first mountain I ever climbed with Mara. I don't know what the hell I was wearing, <laughs> but, but that was the first mountain I'd ever climbed. It was uh, Mount Shakur, not far from where we are now. Um, and, you know, like everything else, she made that fun. Instead of torturing me and making me keep up a pace, she took breaks. You know, we were appreciated the scenery and stuff. It was a really good experience. And uh, most of the hiking I did up here, I did with Mara. 
um, from a very young age. Here's a picture of the whole family and Mara as usual, <laughs> you know, holding me or something, you know. <laughs> Always either torturing me, you know, around me, whatever. <laughs> that was, oh geez, that was probably like three or, three or four years old at that point. I don't know exactly when it was, but here's another one. Mara getting ready for prom, me ready for baseball. She using me as an armrest. That's, that was typical. <laughs> you know, she was always good. I mean, we always um, did like batting practice and baseball practice and stuff out in the cul-de-sacs. And uh, you know, that was a big thing for us. She used to, because she knew how much I love baseball. You too. And we always practiced all the time. It was awesome. <laughs> Do you still play? No, I don't now. No. Um, what other sports besides uh, track w was more? Uh, uh, w w did she excel at? Anything she All tried. Sports. Anything <laughs> she tried. Everything. She was unbelievable that way. Didn't matter what it was, she'd pick it up. Even golf, we used to go to the driving range all the time. Mm -hmm. She was big into that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She just loved competing, or just was so naturally athletic, or both. A little bit of both, I think. Yeah, Mar and I were really competitive. Yeah. You yeah. remember that? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Like things got heated, like competitive with oh, each other. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially yeah. when she got yep. to West Point, or no, like leading like, up just to that. Dumb, like foul, foul shooting contest. Um, <laughs> okay. But she off always beat me, so yeah, off the porch, like yeah. crazy stuff. <laughs> um, she, uh, when she was a freshman in high school, she entered the state free throw competition. Oh, geez. Do you remember this? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> she beat everyone, and she went on to the quarterfinals, yep. and, and you kind of do, I don't know if it was like 10 and who gets the best. It was probably right. more than that. But anyway, she made it all the way to the Boston Garden. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I remember I was the I was essentially her rebounder or ball girl or right. something. <laughs> but I I wasn't allowed on the court. I, I remember those contests. Yeah, yeah. it was a it was big huge. deal. Yeah. yeah. And um, so she was star runner, but also in the garden shooting free throws for the state championship as a freshman. Wow. So. Um, and didn't she get banned from pitching in softball because she was too good or too pitched too fast? She was too fast. Too fast she pitched too fast for everybody. And they wouldn't yeah. let her pitch. Isn't that yeah. why she stopped playing? I think so. I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. she was just that good at most everything. How old, how old was she when she was too fast of a pitcher in softball? I think it, it must have been middle school. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was unreal. Was she pitching like 70? She was pitching fast. Yeah, really fast. Wow. Vicious windmill. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was good. And you know what was cool about her is that no matter how good she was at something, she was always so humble and couldn't take a compliment to save her life. Really? Anyone complimented her, she'd clam up and turn red, didn't know how to take it. <laughs> yeah. Was, awesome. was that something that just came um, like naturally with her? I mean, it wasn't something that was taught to her. You know, you need to be humble. Was it something that just no. was in this there? This is just who she was. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I love all the profile pictures uh, of of pictures of Mora. It's pretty uh, pretty cool. There's got to be at least ten or fifteen profile oh, pictures yeah. here that wow. are uh, uh, of Mora today. So thank you for that. It's pretty cool. So I told you guys I have some questions. Just for people to get to know Mora better. So one that I asked both of you before and you both have differing opinions on. <laughs> um, if Mora could be the first person to come up with a cancer curing drug or to explore a new planet, which would she pick? Well, my answer is come up with a new drug. 
Um, cancer-carrying drug. Cancer-carrying drug, yeah. Why is that? Well, because uh, she wanted to be a nurse, and it was she was always trying to help other people, and she liked, she, she really liked older, elderly people. She did. She, she, did. <laughs> she would volunteer at a nursing home in Hanson, and she just loved it. She loved old people. Yeah, wow. so, so cute. See, me, I thought it would be, you know, be the first person to discover a planet because all of the, most of my memories of them are crazy adventures, jumping off bridges or chasing after bears through the campground or... What? Going what? Off <laughs> 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 yeah, like, uh, yeah, when we, we would camp, every once in a while you'd see a bear in, the tr- in like, the, the dumpster or something. Oh, okay. And she was the first one to go, like, Curtis, come here, we got to go find it. And like, we'd have to go run, we'd go run in through the woods after the bear. She was nuts. And, uh, Did you ever think that at the time? Like, my sister is nuts. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but I went right along with her anyways. Your dad actually told me a story about that, about how there was, yeah. like, a bear in the tree, and she's like, let's go chase the bear. And yeah. he was like, more dumb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She made me your partner in crime for a lot of stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she had a the crazy spirit that way, and a little bit of a risk taker. Like, um, at the campground, there was a rope swing, and she was, like, a spectacle. Do you remember that? Yeah. She'd go off this rope swing, and uh, she'd be doing, like, crazy acrobatics, flips, and all sorts of stuff. And she was the first one that ever got me to go off the thing, because I was, like, getting up there, and I'm like, I can't do it, I can't do it. She finally convinced me to go, you know, and I've become kind of a risk taker because she got me, she broke me out of my shell, and she was real good for that, you know. Yeah. And you, you drive a Harley, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Maggie was, like... Oh, Curtis showed up when I first met him. He had this Harley. <laughs> so now, now I'm thinking that this risk-taking, this Harley driving my... That comes pretty much from Mara. The nice. first time I jumped off a bridge into water was with Mara. <laughs> the rope swing, chasing after bears, whatever. So, <laughs> And that's awesome because it's exposed me to a lot of new things that I may not have done otherwise. You know? Kathleen says trailblazer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Was she, was she like, leader when you guys would go hiking? She would lead the trail? She'd be so far in front, you couldn't yeah. see her. <laughs> you couldn't keep, couldn't keep up with her. So yeah, she just had this excitement up. for yeah. life. Yeah. It's just, like, yeah. this need for adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. and, she, yeah, she was, um, plus she was so athletic, it was tough yeah. to keep up with her anyways. It didn't right. Matter, yeah. At least for me. <laughs> Is that you on the bed? Yep. Yeah. She, that's my uniform. <laughs> Wait, oh, so she, she was she you. not at West Point yet? No. This is, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh, Mara and Yeah. <laughs> How old is she here? Uh, that's probably like eighth grade. Yeah. yeah. That's the house. Driveway of the house. Okay, guys, we're at about 725 now. Yep. If you want to uh, light a candle at home and uh, take a picture and uh, post that picture with hashtag finding Mara Murray to your social media, we think that'll be... Uh, pretty nice thing to do and uh, if you're watching this and it's not February 9th 2018 still do it still take a picture of yourself with a candle and post that to your social media at hashtag finding more Murray so people can follow this hashtag throughout the year and beyond sure so we're gonna light the candle here
for whatever reason, Mar and I always would stand the same and have the same, we would have the same mannerisms. I don't think our voices were quite the same. No. No. But, but I have so many pictures where we're standing exactly the same, and it's so crazy. <laughs> so uh, let me find one real quick. Um, Kurt, do you think, so Julie, I find you to have like a deeper voice. Is Maura's voice higher or deeper? Probably a little higher. Yeah. Yeah, not by much, but a little bit. Here's one. We're actually running the exact same. This is um, the start of one of our cross-country meets when we were in high school. And um, it might be hard to zoom in on that. But that's uh, Mar and I up front, and we're in the exact same stride. Uh, I think that's I'm typical. like an inch taller. Um, Amazing. Maybe yeah, a little crazy. bit heavier, but yeah, so... What is the age difference between the two of you? Two and a half years. Okay. Yeah. And what's the age difference between... Six years. Six years. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So something I learned about you, Kurt, when we first met is that, you know, even though you guys have a huge age difference, you were the last two in the house, so you're actually really, really close. Yeah, we were. And that's, that's kind of what I was saying. Like, Mara always wanted me to be in her life. And that's, you know, she was always, like I said, finding me taking me everywhere, you know, she'd go, she, especially after she got her license, like she'd go visit her grandmother and be like, Kurt, you got to come with me. Or she'd babysit, you remember Carly and Tammy next mm -hmm. door? Yeah. She'd babysit these two girls next door and she'd want me to go over with her to keep her company or keep her sane, you know, while she was doing that. And, um, you know, that was really special. And that's just the way she was. She wanted to be a huge part of my life and she was, you know, and uh, yeah, it's, it's nice looking back on those memories. Julian Tauscher says, favorite memory from middle school, final play of the game, and we all get in the huddle. Coach says, whatever you do, get the ball to Mora. <laughs> so I have to imagine that was uh, someone who played some ball with uh, Mora. That's phenomenal. <laughs> That's yeah, good. That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> and then Emily uh, Earhard says, what can we do to help find Mora? That's a pretty pretty uh heavy question yeah i mean doing doing this joining here posting a picture with hashtag finding more is a good finding uh, more like is we a good start keep, keep talking yeah yeah keep the conversation alive oh, and now um, who won the race yeah who won the who won the race uh, oh, jamie wants to know mara <laughs> so um mara I would go and, and create a record, and Amara would come behind me and break the record. So, and I get to observe all of those records on the boards as yeah. I went through high school, and uh, and get harassed to do track and field by Mr. Black. Yeah, so she would beat all my records. And actually, when we were in elementary school, she broke the boys' record. Oh my God! Yeah, she was for, that for trailblazer. Yeah, wow. she was that good. So, like yep. Kathleen said, yeah, definitely a trailblazer. Wow. Um, here's a Maggie just looked at this photo I, I think we should let me explain it um so this is a picture of i'm a freshman at west point and mara is still in high school so that's my <laughs> uniform and i'm i'm on like a very limited break and i'm trying to just relax but she wanted to learn how to properly like put the uniform on and salute and yeah, that's her in my uniform in <laughs> high school. That's her in your uniform because she wanted to yeah. learn how to properly salute. Yeah. Following in the footsteps. Amazing. Yeah. 
And uh, here's another picture of Maura and I. Where this is at my aunt Janice's house. Um, we would we had great memories there. She, um, her, and I are probably. I don't know what we're talking about, but um, <laughs> we probably just want more food uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or, yeah. or more cookies or something. Yeah, um, I know. I noticed you have cookies here. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a picture. She must have made these Rice Krispie treats on. She made Rice Krispie treats and sent them to me, but it's the. Yes. It's the periodic yes, table. Yes, the periodic table. So <laughs> she put the periodic table on it, and on the back it said, look, I sent you Rice Krispie Treats. I am the best sister. Um, wow. So she's yeah. always witty like that, coming back with, like, witty remarks. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Periodic so table. Ooh. Scott wants to know what her favorite band was. Oh, she had a few favorites. I know um, U2 was one. Oh, yeah. yeah U2 know. was huge for her. Uh, she loved the Rolling Stones. But I think U2 was probably one of them right up there. Sting. Sting. Sting and the Police. And the Police, yeah. Sting and the Police, yeah. hours and hours yeah. of songs with her. And what? then Laris wants to ask you about the sewer. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was young and I would act up, Mar and Julie would team up with me. And because they knew I was a sensitive little boy. <laughs> they you, would you still are. <laughs> yeah, of course. They uh, would tell me that they were going to go leave the house and go live in the sewer. And it would, I would be so frightened by the thought of them going and living in the sewer, I'd break down into tears and do whatever they wanted at any point. <laughs> and mostly you became the human remote yep. control. So I think our downstairs TV didn't have a remote, so we just sent Curtis yeah. to go, to go change the channel. Little brothers before, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. if I wouldn't do it, there'd be a push-up or some weight for yeah. me. You know? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Marcellus asks, what types of movies and TV shows yeah. did Mara like? That's a good question. Mara was obsessed with the X-Files. Oh, the X-Files, oh, yeah. yep. X-Files, yeah. yep. It was like a family Scully. event. Mm -hmm. Yep. yep. Um, wow. Definitely the X-Files. Stand By Me. She loves Stand By Me. When we were, when all the kids were little, we used to spend a lot of time with my grandmother on um, my mother's side. Uh, she would babysit us a lot. And um, she would always put on replay the sound of music over oh, and over and yeah. over and over <laughs> so she Mara always had something yeah it's funny to say about the sound of music <laughs> yeah. and how much we hated it oh, yeah it was it was torture <laughs> but uh what i know she and i binge watched the sopranos she loved the sopranos wow that was oh, huge wow. yeah we watched that together but the x-files was definitely the biggest yep so someone's asking her favorite color was blue like who was somebody she looked up to, like, like an idol of hers. My dad. Yeah. yeah. Big time. One hundred percent. And our yeah. mom too. Yeah. Yeah, especially once she got into nursing, she yeah. started to understand, you know. Yeah, those are. And two. Um, she was really always amazed at um, Freddie and Kathleen's artistic ability, yeah. because uh, Mar and I had none. And <laughs> <laughs> Freddie and Kathleen, yeah, we were the athletic ones. Kathleen and Freddie were. So Your dad actually told me that when he showed me like a drawing she did for him, he was like, "She was the worst artist." <laughs> <laughs> did he say that? I was like, "Something." He was like, "She can't draw." <laughs> yeah, Kathleen was insane. She could draw anything, sculpt anything, and uh, Mara always talked about Freddie's taste in music. She yeah. thought he had the coolest taste in music, just because he listened to all sorts of abstract stuff, different jazzes and like Bob Marley and 
you know, and she loved it. She always talked about that. Did uh, was she a, a big animal person? You know, Mara liked animals. Kathleen was probably more the animal lover yeah. in the family, but Mara loved animals too. We had a lot of them around, so yeah. ducks and chickens and stuff. Wow, you guys had ducks and chickens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Thanks to Kathleen. Yeah, <laughs> Kathleen brought them home and so we adopted them. Kathleen wanted to adopt and save all the animals. Yeah. And uh, we'd get random ducks with a hurt wing, and Kathleen would oh, no. try to mend them. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um, her favorite food was pizza. Yeah, Spice. definitely. Um, you guys used to torture me with no so- oh, no cheese pizza. All the time. <laughs> yeah, so more and I oh, went no. through a, that was uh, tough. <laughs> a short period no of trying pizza. to like take the cheese off the pizza, and oh. then we're like, "What are we eating?" Yeah, no, it was it was ridiculous. And it wasn't good, so we stopped that. <laughs> yeah, the looks of disgust I must have given the box. It's, uh, you know, <laughs> breadsticks too. Breadsticks. Yeah, from Papa Gino's. Papa breadsticks. <laughs> uh, Scott is asking, is uh, the reason the bow on the tree is blue, is, is that because it was our favorite color? Yes. yes. It is. Wow. Oh, tea or coffee. Mara is coffee fiend. Yep, um, big time. Mary Lou's. Yep, Mary Lou coffee. Oh, the uh, Cape Cod uh, Mary Lou's coffee, for okay. anyone who's not familiar, is oh. from like... It's like it starts like around Plymouth, right? And goes, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not, it doesn't really migrate any no. any more north than I'd say maybe Quincy. I think there's a Mary yeah, Lou's. Not, you're not going to go much farther than that with it. Yeah. But I know, yeah. like, Mara introduced me to the Almond Joy iced coffee from yeah. Mary Lou's. <laughs> That's like my guilty pleasure to this day. <laughs> <laughs> you just <laughs> said that. All I'm craving right now is <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's, it's so good. If Mara was stranded on an island, what would be the one thing she brought? Oh man, <laughs> I don't know. I already answered, um, <laughs> and it would be running shoes. Yeah. Um, but if she, if for some reason she forgot the running shoes, she would run without them. Mara would run yeah. no matter what. Yeah, yeah, that's. Do you think she'd be into those new like toe shoe no, no, things? No, 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 <laughs> not none of those fad things. No, <laughs> she was too just, hardcore just for that. Standard sneakers. <laughs> oh, um, there's Tracy. Hey, Tracy. Uh, that's my cousin. <laughs> yeah. um, she said, "I remember Mara drinking hot coffee out of a straw to keep her teeth white." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is true. Yes. So Mara huge. had the whitest teeth ever. Yep, she was huge into whitening her teeth. Yes. <laughs> wow. She drank hot coffee out of a straw. Yep. Yeah. So, oh, and bypass her teeth. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Wow. That's brilliant. That's a pro. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people are asking how Fred's doing. Uh, my dad's doing as well as he can, um, considering the circumstances. Um, he's, you know, if you've ever, if you spent 30 seconds with my dad, you know he's a great guy. And um, you heard Mara's words uh, that I read tonight saying she wanted to get him a present for no reason, just because he was a great dad. Um, so I, I think he's watching. Um, he sent his candle picture in. Did we? Yeah, I saw we post that? Yes, uh, we posted yeah. it on Twitter, um, yeah. Yeah, so he's doing well. Um, he is just laser-focused on finding his daughter, as any father would be. And uh, there's nothing stopping that man. No. <laughs> Her favorite holiday was Thanksgiving, yeah. uh, mostly because we got to do our favorite thing. We usually ran a race of some sort. Um, 
Turkey trot. Tur a turkey trot, <laughs> and then uh, after <laughs> after she beat all the records and set the boys' record, <laughs> we were kind of done with that. So we moved up to a race right down the street from my aunt's house, and um, she entered it young. I remember it was I think it was a five mile or a ten k, and she won that. And uh, then we would just um, eat a bunch of food. But we liked Thanksgiving a lot because. Um, there was no pressure, especially on our parents who didn't have a lot of money um, to buy gifts, and it was just we could do the things we love, run and eat and spend time with family. So, oh, I like that. Did she like summer or winter? Mm, that's a tough one. I would say summer um, because outdoorsy stuff, hiking, camping, yeah. um, the beach. Did you guys ski or snowboard? I, I started to get into it. I never did it with her. Yeah. I think she did it with she did it a few times. I, I think, think she did with some of her friends from Hanson. Um, I think she skied. I know she water skied, and she picked it up right oh, away. Oh, really? Yeah. Did she climb all 48 of the 4,000 footers? Oh, she was well on her way. My dad did. Yeah. Uh, and we were actually talking about that today. Wow. Um, Mara did many of them with him. I did some uh, before I went to West Point. But no, she didn't get all of them, but she would have. Yeah, 100%. Mm -hmm. Did you have a favorite hobby outside of running? Any sport? Yeah. yeah. Or making salads. <laughs> making yeah. salads. I've heard, making I've heard things about her liking to eat big salads. Huge salads, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably a big hobby for her. Because it'd be a production. That was another thing. Like she would like mix up the different kinds of vegetables? Yeah, like... it was just, it, it would be a bowl like this. And everyone had to try it because it was like a big <laughs> cheese and apples and all sorts of stuff. She used to make those all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Laura Wright. Uh, we went to school with Laura. Hey, Laura. Um, she said the Hanson Turkey Trout, Julia Mara always won. No, Mara always won. <laughs> <laughs> By good margin, too. I remember being in the crowd and watching. It's like, where is everybody else? <laughs> what was Mara's favorite thing she owned? Throughout the core, I think it might have been her cutlass. You remember when she got her cutlass or car? Yeah, she had like a tan, a horrible tan Cutlass Supreme, and that was like her pride and joy. Oh <laughs> that car, it was horrible. It belched smoke. I took many a ride in it. That was like her crown jewel as long as she had it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, her first car. That, that was, was her first car. That was her first wow. car. It was a horror show, but she <laughs> loved that thing. <laughs> From Casey, what would have made Mora a great nurse? Probably her compassion. Definitely her compassion. Just a really, really compassionate person. She would have ex she would have excelled at it like everything else. Um, yeah, she would have definitely knocked that out of the park. She would have been an unbelievable nurse. Favorite class in high school? Chemistry. Really? Wow. Oh wow. Well, as evidenced by her fun. Who does that? Yeah, <laughs> she was brilliant, brilliant, brilliant at math. Loved chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> What is the goofiest thing you remember Mora doing? Oh, God. Just doing, um, like, pranks on probably you. Yeah. Like, pranking <laughs> Curtis or making him eat something or, or, like... Oh, my God. Just pranking Curtis, trying to make make you laugh. Yeah. She, yeah. She, she was just a, a total goofball in <laughs> most ways. Yeah, always trying to make us laugh. Was there anywhere she always wanted to travel to? 
Um, she was she was gonna come to um, Myrtle Beach well, uh, in March. This is interesting. Um, she, her, and um, one of her friends at UMass were coming to visit me. I was at Fort Bragg, and we had a phone conversation maybe two weeks before she went missing um, about her planning spring break um, with me. So she was gonna come to Fort Bragg, and then we were all gonna drive down to Myrtle Beach together. So I don't know if that would have been her favorite, but that was something that she was planning to do. But it was also you had it just wasn't the phone call. It was IMing back and forth. Absolutely. About getting yeah. ready for yeah. the trip and I'm looking forward to this. Right. right? Yeah. And that's why when people say, Oh, she right. was disappearing, well you not really because she was also planning a right. uh, spring break trip with me. Right. Who you know, if you're gonna disappear you don't plan spring break. Right. Was Maura a morning person or a night owl? Night owl. Night owl, big time. <laughs> mm-hmm. She seems to be a ball of energy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, big time. <laughs> but waking her up could be tough. <laughs> <laughs> or dangerous. She did like Dane Cook. Um, I, she, I think with her Hanson friends, I think she went to see Dane Cook with her Hanson friends. Oh, yeah, that's so. Scott just mentioned the story that Liz told. Um, she was just like an adventurer and one day she just like hopped the train to go to Boston and adventure on her own. She was just a free spirit. Yeah. Yep. Her friends, Liz and Kate, told me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she definitely loved going to the city. That's for sure. Yeah. Right, because to get from you guys to Boston is pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not bad. Did you guys visit North Conway yearly? Yes, every yep. summer. Two, at least two weeks. Um, it would be the big event of the year, especially middle school, high school. Um, and we would spend one week camping at Jigga Johnson Campground. And um, the second week, we would get a, my dad would rent a um, cottage. In Idlevice Village. In Idlevice, yep. yep. And we would do canoeing and hiking and anything outdoorsy. Here's Kathleen agreeing, yeah, night owl. Right. I shared a room with her. <laughs> was she goofy or serious? She was goofy. Goofy, big time. <laughs> but she was also serious about school and her work too, though, right? Right. Yeah. And that's, I always was jealous of that part because it came to her so easy. Yeah, it was I would, natural. I would have to study for hours and hours and hours and she'd just get it and take the test and ace it. <laughs> get recruiting letters to Harvard and things like that. Right. Your dad was telling me the the list of schools she was recruited to. Mm -hmm. Harvard, Yale was one of them too, right? Yeah, she had her pick. Yeah, she could have gone anywhere. Did we play video games? So, um, my mom... My mom was obsessed with Metroid. Do you guys remember that old video game? And Zelda. And Zelda? Zelda. Yeah, no, Zelda. Definitely Zelda. Atari. Yeah. Yeah, Atari or Nintendo, maybe? Yeah, the regular Nintendo. Okay. The The Mario, Super Mario Brothers. Mm, Yeah. For some reason, my mom would play it, and Mara would, like, (laughs) try to snatch the controller away from my mom and tell it short. Oh, you're terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we played a little bit, but we weren't really, we weren't inside kids at all. Right. Right. Yeah. I like that it was... That she couldn't watch uh, your mom not do as well as she could do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so she, she had to, like, take the yeah. remote. I love that. Defuse <laughs> the situation before yeah. it got worse. I used, to st- I used to take that role sometimes, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was her favorite board game? 
Okay, we would play Monopoly for hours. Yeah, Monopoly was it. Yeah. Yeah, under percent. Hundred percent. For hours, like we would play games that would continue on to the next day. Yeah, day like we'd take like a a, a, a military <laughs> pause or whatever it's called, <laughs> and, yeah. and hope that no one would steal the money or like do a swap for the properties and pick it up the next day. Uh, Scott says uh, she know he knows she was competitive and he's coached for years and he was always curious how Mora would have dealt with losing. She was gracious. Yeah. Um, did, was there ever a time you can remember her losing? I there's a time where yeah, I remember she? <laughs> she let me win. She yeah. let you win. Yeah. How do you know? Oh, because it was my senior year in cross country and it, I had an undefeated season and it was the I think it was the last meet of the regular season before you went into states and all that kind of stuff and um she was we were running together and I was pushing my hardest and she was right beside me and she totally could have beat me and she just let me beat her by one step. It was the same time, um, but she wanted me to have that undefeated season. Uh, again, goes to show like what kind of person does that? Like yeah. that was pretty was, awesome. <laughs> that's how she was. Yeah. You know. Did you talk awesome. about that afterwards or it was just kind of known that it w- it was something you, we didn't Yeah, you didn't, didn't talk need to. about. Yeah. I don't know how my dad dealt with dealt with us. And, <laughs> I know. saw it because you guys used to take me when you were training, like if you were babysitting. You yeah. Take oh, you. we were fierce, were fierce in fierce training. In training, but when it came down to the race, for some reason, it was it was different. We just wanted each other to to do well. There's a uh, Kathleen had a comment up there about um, Dad would take the controls away when uh, we were misbehaving, but we would find them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> just talking about the video game. video game yeah. controls. <laughs> what was her first job? Was it Heidi's Hollow? Did she work there? Did she pick raspberries there? I don't know. That's where I met Liz and Katie. Oh, that was our yeah. spot. Right, because that yeah. was the spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know about yeah. Heidi's I don't Hollow. She worked there, but we I know shouldn't, she was... We shouldn't not mention Heidi's Hollow. So Heidi's yeah, Hollow, for those that don't know, is a local yeah. ice cream shop in Hanson, and um, it is amazing. It's still there. Yeah. Good it's ice awesome. cream. Yeah, it very is good ice cream. <laughs> and we would go there any chance we could get. Yep. It's um, a very funky. I, I don't know if it was like that yeah. back it then, was. but there's like weird stuff all over the world. Yeah. Okay. They have yeah. a barn full of like old antiques yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You guys taught me also. It's a lessons there, because I was when I was a kid, I was really shy, and I'd go up to order ice cream at the counter, and they would both yell at me because I was so quiet that the, the girls behind the counter couldn't hear me. So you always tell me, speak up, Curtis. <laughs> Look people in the eyes. Speak up. <laughs> Drill instructors. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good lessons. Good lessons oh. they took. <laughs> Someone said Peaceful Meadows. Um, that's another yeah. um, ice cream place local uh, on the South Shore. We definitely spent a lot of time there as well. Rachel says uh, she wants to let you know that uh, because of this, she's going to call her sister tonight. She says sisters have uh, very powerful bonds, and uh, her thoughts are with uh, you guys tonight. Oh, thank you. I love Fred's accent. (laughs) 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 What is an accent? No, no, definitely original. I guess you'd call that a South Shore accent. Is that a South Shore yes. accent? Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yes. Mar Mar had 
It had the accent too. She had a lot of that. Oh, really? Yeah. I used to, but I lost it a little bit. Oh, this is a kind of cute picture. Um, this was in our local paper and at Smara with a Harvard shirt on. She looks, I don't know, maybe eight. And my dad and then me, we were doing some kind of training and uh, the local paper stopped and asked my dad a question and he gave some long drawn out answer of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's a cute picture, I love this picture. Right, and then I have this one of Mara and my mother. My mother was huge into gardening. So they did that together all the time. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> yeah, the front yard was always immaculate. And Mara was into that too? Yeah. When yeah, was that? That was, wow, that had to be, well, she was in high school anyways. Can I just say something Please from do. my law enforcement perspective way down here at the end? I <laughs> have never been through anything like this. This is the first time. I think I've actually come close to a family that's had uh, this type of incident in their lives. And uh, this is this blows me away. I mean, I haven't been able to say much, but um, uh, you try to be, you try to remove yourself from this stuff so you can take, you know, the 35,000 foot level look at all the stuff that's gone on in this particular case. I'm with you, you know, from the very beginning that this is a solvable case. I think the New Hampshire State Police believe this is a solvable case. But when you sit here and you listen to the stories and you look at the photographs and you see um, the stuff that uh, the stories you guys are telling, it's just heart-wrenching. And thanks for having me here. I, You know, we law enforcement usually doesn't get an opportunity to do this. Well, like I said at the beginning, we can't thank you enough, you and Maggie both. and. Everything you've done, we wouldn't have this right here if it, if it weren't for you guys and the Texas crew. So, thank you. Karen asks, yeah, uh, did she smile all the time or just for photos? All the time. <laughs> Constantly. And that right. smile could brighten up a room just like that. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, for joining. And, uh, and thank you guys for, for coming on here and, and doing this. I, think, I feel like it's really important. seems like everybody really... Uh, appreciates, you know, getting to know more a little bit more. Mm -hmm. yeah. Keep taking photos with your candles. Yeah, yeah, yeah please, please throughout please the year. Please hashtag. get the hashtag trending. Is there any closing words that you guys want to uh, yeah. wrap up with? I just wanted to say, you know, anybody that's on, um, that's supporting this case, thank you on behalf of myself and my family. It means more than you can imagine. Yeah, and to caveat off that obviously thanks Tim and Lance for doing what you're doing and um, like I said at the beginning there's too many people that are, have been involved to thank but I feel like this this event this night um, on the 14th anniversary to kind of get everyone together and look at these pictures and, and share these stories can kind of re-energize us um, because we've got so much momentum now more than ever uh, and I want to um, one of the members always says strength in numbers and that's so true so instead of being divisive and 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 things like that let's we're all here for this person we're talking about my sister Mara so let's pool our resources instead of um, being divisive so uh, hopefully um, this will generate even more uh, momentum than we already have 
um, and um, let's keep it going. Uh, and thank you. I can't thank you guys enough, everyone out there. Um, and for those that weren't able to join in on Facebook, you know, the locals that go by the tree and, you know, clean it off every now and then, those are unsung heroes. I don't even know them all. Um, they've probably never met me or, or my family, so just thank you. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.